season of the Empire Hockey Association podcast. How do you feel? I feel alive. Wow. Yes. How is this even happening? This is the fourth year of actual Empire Hockey Association fantasy hockey, which doesn't make any sense in the world. But it's it's absolutely incredible that we've gotten to this point, and I think we're almost better than ever. I, I think so. I think yeah. this is the best this league's ever been, uh, yeah. as far as, like, I don't want to toot our own horn, but I will. We got some really good owners in this league. We very much do. Our new owners are even getting the job done. I love that. I do yeah. love that. Uh, and even better, Bill, guess who won a game? Me, this week. North Stars are one and one. <laughs> Gotta love it. Uh, a lot of chatter in the in the Slack this week about about fried chicken. Uh, there was there was some yes. Unfortunately, if people aren't Monday. able to see, I have to be I do a little radio here. If, if people aren't eventually able to see this, but Bill is wearing his red Chick Fil A shirt, given to me by Greg Nolden. Greg Nolden gave it to him, a yes. longtime friend of the friend of the pod. Yeah. Um, not in the league. He's in my fantasy soccer league though. So if there's any crossover there, which there isn't. No, but anyway, Greg's a good guy, and he gave Bill that shirt, so that's uh, any more reason to like Greg. Well, um, because the pot, the the sorry, the slack was debating about is Chick Fil A overrated or not? Is yeah, Popeyes the Buffalo guys Chick-fil-A? are saying it. Yep, yeah. the Buffalo guys are saying that. Um, well, the Canadians, some one of the Canadians, some of the Canadians wanted Chick Fil A, more Chick Fil A. They wanted more Chick Fil A. I don't think they have very many. And they also said that there's some sort of Cajun poutine at Popeyes up at, at there. The Canadian is, Popeyes, yes. Which, Which Josh still wants to try. I kind of, in, I'm also in that camp. Bill also wants to try. Uh, yes. I'm hit or miss. I'd like, I'd like some good old fashioned, you know, street poutine from, from Montreal, but that, I'm old fashioned that way. Well, I would also prefer it, but you also have to try everything once. Absolutely. You're right about that, Bill. Well, now that we've got that conversation out of the way. Yes. Let's get to the week that was in Empire Hockey Association Fantasy Hockey. Whoa, my mic almost fell. Bill, in excitement, my mic almost fell. That's because some old guys that are just about my age had a big week, Bill. Week that was. Top three skaters in the league. We'll go from three to one for some suspense. The third best forward in the league this week was at 22.25 points, 7.42 per game, (laughs) Steven Stamkos. And well, he's not as old as I am. He's in his 30s, and we like that, Bill. You and I both. He had the overtime game winner against the Capitals, which I witnessed Saturday night. And Sorry about he, that. Well, it's, it happens. It was a good game, 2-1 in overtime. But uh, they also had that insane, was it 7-6 overtime game, right? Detroit and yeah. Tampa Bay. So yeah. there's going to be a lot of lightning and a lot of Red Wings, including the uh, uh, controversial Penguin star Tyler Bertuzzi of Detroit. Yeah, Tyler Bertuzzi, 23 points on the week. Just two games, but four goals and an assist. Wow, that's something. That's a good day at the office. I'm going to say he's not going to keep up that 66.7 shooting percentage. <laughs> but that'd be a lot of goals this year. It's fair to say. And our number one forward of the week is the oldest man on this list, other than, our, uh, other than the uh, honorable mention number five player, which is Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. Uh, but it is Ansi Kopitar who had four goals and three assists in two games. Plus three, three power play points and a hat trick. Yeah, he had a five-point game um, helping L.A. Thankfully, not against my wild, but, but, uh, but previously, so that was good. But, uh, well, also, I want to point out my wild are, are 2-0, and as, the, yes. as are the Buffalo Sabres. So, I good mean, I take that with a grain of salt. It's a good start. 
Good start. Top three defensive uh, defenseman of the week, and it's the usual suspects, although all three of them are in their 30s. Here's our theme for the week, Bill. Old men. The number three forward, uh, sorry, number three defenseman on the week is Chris Letang at uh, 12.75, <laughs> four and a quarter per, per game. It's uh, been, on, it, Perry, it's been what, like six or seven months since we did one of these. And I feel like every week when we were still doing these, we were mentioning Chris Letang's name. Chris Letang is one of the best fantasy <laughs> hockey players of all time. That, that is certain a defenseman. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, somehow only rostered in 98% of Fantrax League. So there are definitely some dummies out there. There's 2% of Fantrax Leagues I wouldn't want to be in. Oh, terrible. Uh, also, honorable mention to Aaron Ekblad, who had 12.25 points in just two games, <laughs> a 6.12 per game clip. That's pretty good. Uh, the number two defenseman in the league who seems to be passed around on a yearly basis is Victor Hedman. <laughs> 13 and a half points uh, in three games, four and a half per game. He has a zero shooting percentage, but five assists. That's how you do it on the blue yeah. line, especially for a very offensively gifted team like Tampa Bay, although they're struggling a bit out of the gate. In the Wait, what, what, is, what is PD? That's penalties drawn, Bill. We penalties drawn, yes, right. As opposed to police departments. Not, it's not at all about the, the, uh, the 5 Got it. Uh, no, but noted. Yes, penalties drawn, a fun stat and a fun uh, way to get points in 2021-22. And our top defenseman of the week, Bill. From the EHA Boston Bruins, the in real life LA Kings, that would be Drew Doughty, 17.5 points in two <laughs> games. That's 8.75 per game. He was just passing it to Kopitar, I think. He probably was. And if I remember right, he was the person that like no one wanted to own last year because he's $11 million he's in this league, but he's but still there. <laughs> seemingly worth it player. I think, he tr- I think Boston even traded for him. And people are like, why are you trading for him? Uh, this is why. He's the top defenseman of the week. Uh, To goalies, Bill, and this is just a bizarre group of people. (laughs) Uh, Honorable mention to the guy I just picked up who helped Ottawa a bit, Anton Forsberg, who has been really a journeyman and not good at all before this year, but I'll throw $900,000 his way with – I also have the starter on that team, so I kind of uh, uh, handcuffed – Hey, it's smart to have the rotation. So, you Matt know, Murray. if you, if yeah, you figure I out who's going to play, then play, I guess it's yeah. always smart, but who thought that Anton Forsberg would be coming in at 9.6 points per game uh, in two games? Obviously, small sample size there. That's just the honorable mention because our number three goalie of the week plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and it's Jack Campbell. Of course. Campbell also on the Boston Bruins. That's why uh, Nate's having a good start to the year. 19.5 points in three games, 6.5 per game. Notably, See, we, started, yeah. we all should have just tried to get Jack Campbell and Drew Doughty. Seriously, they were just yeah. kind of given away. Anyway, yeah. Sergey Bobrovsky, number two, always seems to be in the mix, although he's making 12 mil a year this year. He plays for Portland. Uh, 24 points for him. And then our number one goalie, we probably won't see it again, 39-year-old Mike Smith. Uh, he plays for the California Golden uh, Seals. I almost said the Bears like I always do, but I <laughs> caught myself. 30.75 points in two games. That's 15.3 per game. He went 2-0. and He gave up four goals. He just made a lot of saves for Edmonton, who seemingly doesn't want to play defense, but they'll score. And uh, sneaking into the mix, I believe, because I think they played tonight, even yeah. at the time of our recording, Shesterkin, I think, had a really nice week. Oh, I yeah. I actually also, started... They're factoring in his games. Yeah. yeah. He had 11 points in the first week, technically, the first period of play. I, I had sorted back to uh, Tuesday through Makes Sunday. sense. Yeah. Right. Anyway, 
So those are your top skaters and goalies of the week. And uh, obviously, 39-year-old Mike Smith. There's going to be some surprises, Bill. Well, yeah, Mike Smith. Like Mike Smith. Uh, any teams surprise you in the standings, Bill? Um, it, it was. It, it's impressive that uh, year one champion Ryan Alexon's Buffalo Sabers uh, got up to 115 on the short. Yeah, week. that's a lot. That's a good good amount of points. Yep. Um, uh, poor Jelly was kept down because he had to face them and the Blues. So Jelly, the most points by a winless team, right? Yeah, 86 and three quarters. Yikes. So Hartford also a little bit of a tough luck week. And Phoenix almost won a game. So that was something. Yes. Almost happened. That's exciting. <laughs> uh, so any, any two and no surprises though, uh, who is the, I didn't say, I want to say Vancouver snuck in with their scoring, but um, I guess it's good, just good coaching when you win those close games. <laughs> it's it's excellent fantasy managering, I guess. Yes, yeah. but um, think the most that, out of your squad. That Migos Popeyes menu Smythe division is a good division. There's a lot of really good teams in it. I mean, Ducks was a great team last year. They went zero and two to start the year. Yeah. So I mean, it's you know it's early yet, but uh, you got to sneak those wins in when you can get them. Yeah, I, I know that feeling, and I don't like being under five hundred. So I'm very happy to be uh, one and one. Uh, Play is already underway. This is the latest we've ever recorded this podcast in the history of the pod, which is uh, a year and one podcast. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's shaping up to be an exciting year. We're playing a full season, it, I, we hope. Um, and uh, so, you know, we'll see how guys produce over an 82 game schedule. It's kind of, it's always difficult to kind of do the projections. Like what would this season have been like over 82? Obviously, you know, getting to a certain threshold of goals or points means less last year because they only played like 60 some games right well yeah and it's also just little things like when i mean as a capitals fan which i am like when i watch them play tampa saturday night they're like this is the first time the lightning and the caps have played since 2019 and i'm like oh yeah because oh, yeah. everybody's just playing their own division last year so right it's neat to have some of those matchups again like you wouldn't necessarily have for a while so no have you tried the scandinavian swimmers at uh at trader joe's the Scandinavian swimmers. No, there's yeah, no tra- yeah, yeah. there's no Trader Joe's immediately near me, unfortunately. Or I would love to. I'm sorry. They're pretty good. There's a Wegman's about 40 minutes away, so that's oh, like that. Yeah, that's my go-to. Wow. Yeah. So there's some good stuff there, but no, uh, no me, Scandinavian yeah, not, swimmers. Yeah. And I won't rub in the fact that I got these Scandinavian. I got a super sour Scandinavian swimmers here. That sounds really good. Yeah, they're very good. I would anyway, roster. I would roster those. You roster it definitely, definitely roster yeah. those. Uh, and the the cap figure is pretty low. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a bunch of players signed right around the start of the season, which created some you know a little bit of turmoil for some owners trying to fit them onto their teams. But a lot of teams actually have a lot of cap space. Bill, you know, some teams are up against it already, which is a little bit realistic. Um, I can bring up some of the cap figures right now just to kind of go over it. Well, there's one. T- I know there's one team out there though that uh, has already he's unable to uh, injured reserve a player because he would go under the salary floor. Wow. Yeah. Is that you? Yes, it's the Washington. Okay, yeah. Capitals, okay, yes. okay, okay. But Phoenix also is to, right around be, the same to, area. To be fair, I have 23 million on my injured reserve. So. Yeah, I have a. I have. <laughs> I have 16 million on my on my reserve right now with two guys. It's 23 out of two guys here. So okay, so there you go. Yeah. 
but uh, but it, what's been fun is we we've seen trades. We've seen a couple of trades already. One weekend, right. there's been a lot of uh, roster pickups. Um, I mean, there was the the epic goaltender for goaltender trade, the Thomas Grice Anton Hudobin trade. Mm-hmm. Um, was I guess that Rocky's trying to get Rocky's trying to cut some salary. Yeah, and Rocky's also he dealt uh, McDonough to the Desert Dogs. Yep. Uh, in a trade, but then like just again, the sign that this is a fun league is seeing the likes of uh, Brian Boyle and Cody Eakin and Drake Kajula and some of these guys picked up off free agencies <laughs> is what you live for. You know, it's- Sean Corrali, I think has been on about five different teams in the last two and a half years. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that I told you that's actually why I made this league because I want to see RPI yeah. players on fantasy <laughs> hockey league teams. Fair. This, is, this is the way to do it. I was like, we got to add more teams. No one has, <laughs> uh, you know, Will Riley, no one has uh, a Brandon Peary right now who's in the minors, I think. But also, that's, uh, that's, that's something to watch the rest of the year is we've had a – we've – RPI's had an, an NHL – a player appear in an NHL game for, like, I don't know how many consecutive years. But it goes back to, like, I think before I was born. So we don't have any rost- on an NHL roster right now. But there's time. Well, we got a whole season. Yes, Correct. So that's something to watch for the folks. I'll stop eating these swimmers because they probably doesn't sound great on the, on the pod. What, let's look ahead to this week, Bill. There's a few for, I, I know we're recording at the time of a couple of games, Sure, but there are some teams that have uh, four games this week. Oh yeah. Let's talk about those. I believe Anaheim, the ducks are one of those teams. Yep. Yeah, there's a couple. I think Monday, Wednesday, like Saturday, Sundays, or Friday, Saturdays. Yeah, there's a yeah. They're doing a lot of that this year. What was I doing? Not yeah, who was it? There. The poor, the poor. Uh, who was it? Just last week, the Rangers faced the Caps yeah. the opening night, and then they immediately were home the next night. Like already a back to back, like right back off to, the start yeah, of the season. Good luck, like, yeah. Good great, luck yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. welcome back. Any year players you like this year, Bill, to have a big year? Um, off the Washington Capitol EHA roster, yeah. Um, I I retooled a little bit. I wanted to get some guys, you know, just try some guys out. I am very thankful though that the league coup in their attempt to assassinate Connor Brown was unsuccessful um, because he got me three assists on Sunday, which was part of the keys to I think one of the Washington Capitol victory over the weekend. So that was a nice win for you, but. Washington Capital team's young, so the majority of my roster, all but uh, two of my players are like 25 or under, or 26 or under, I think. So, yeah. And those two guys are 31. So, Yeah, the Islanders play four. Anaheim plays four. San Jose plays four. Nashville plays four. There's a decent amount of four-game weeks. And uh, the, the, key, the key to good management is knowing when to play some of your lesser players that have those games or just going with your guns. I went with Eric Carlson in a one-game week over some guys who had multiple game weeks last week, and it paid off because he had a 3.75-point game because he's Eric Carlson. Meanwhile, Ottawa's alleged replacement for Eric Carlson is in the minors. So there's that. Brandstrom? Yes. Oh, well, that's, is, that, is that why you're worried about it? <laughs> it's disappointing as the owner of that player, yes. Well, yeah, I mean, they should probably happened. bring him up because, I mean, well – well, apparently, apparently, I think if I read it right, Ottawa only he was the only player on a two-way deal that they had 
So they had to send him to the minors to oh. make up for somebody who was injured or coveted or something. So gotcha. that's what they did. He'll be up eventually. He's too event, good. Right. Too good. All right. Let's look at the schedule as far as like games coming up. Like matchups. Matchups. Yeah. EHA week two matchups. Let's do it. I got a tough week, Bill. Who do you got? Who do you got this week? I got Boston and Detroit. Oh, that's that's not good. No, they're both two and zero. Now, who made the schedule anyway? <laughs> Some dude. I know. Um, Pittsburgh already has twenty points upon recording here. That's that's not ideal. He's beating up on. This is a former. Uh, we got a grudge match here between former. RPI club hockey players and the and the Ducks and the Penguins, Rusty and Bruce. <laughs> uh, let's see. Any, any other? Houston Boston's a good matchup. Houston Devils Jelly's got two more good opponents. Yeah, Boston yeah, and yeah. New Jersey. Yep. Alexson's got Sharks and Kitten U. Yep. That, those are fun. Um, I guess too. One of the things I know this is Webb is playing match- against his. Web Web Chicago, that's Ranger Chicago is a, is oh. a, a grudge is a is a derby match if you will. Also, at the time of recording, though, Blues already has twenty eight points. Jesus, because uh, Igor Shesterkin uh, had fifteen oh, and three yes. quarters. The, the Shesterkin, yes, yeah. Oh, that, if I read right, Perry, I don't think any teams had a shutout this year. We're wow. like a week in, and there's been no shutouts yet. A lot of goals. Yeah, yeah. Declan uh, versus Johnny. The Winnipeg Canucks matchup there. That's a good Western Canadian bout there. Two perennial powers in the EHA. As the season goes on, we need to monitor if Winnipeg will have a name or change its name. Oh, from the two question marks? From the question marks, yes. This is a <laughs> this is a big topic in the league. And and I think that, you know, we'll have but, to you know, see it, how this plays out. It was an emoji. And then Was then, it? Yeah, it was a it was a I think it was a airplane emoji. And then for some reason Fantrax said no to that oh that's right yeah right because when you would go and look at who owned a player he would have the airplane show up like as his yeah, icon. i yeah. think that's i think that's what that is maybe i'm wrong we'll have to have declan answer that maybe maybe if declan listens to the episode he'll, he'll explain it yeah there was that week where i missed where i left after the connor brown episode and uh <laughs> so i may have missed out on some things <laughs> all right bill that's uh that's a pretty good show for week one it is it's good times. Absolutely. We'll be back uh, again next week with another rendition of the Empire Hockey Podcast. That's Bill. I'm Perry the Commish. We have to keep doing our part in lieu of uh, Islanders who cannot uh, provide the written reports. Yeah, we, yeah, exactly. We hope he gets plenty of sleep over in Sweden. To that. But he'll wake up to this and he'll be happy. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. We'll catch you next week. EHA. 